Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spirit Seeker Hour. Spirit Seeker Hour is your chance to delve into the world of your inner spirit. The Spirit Seeker Hour is brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. Go to www.spiritseeker.com to find out more. And now, here's Cindy Meyer. Spirit Seeker Weekly Radio Show, brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. We have been published in the Midwest for 18 years and read online all over the U.S. and into Canada and parts of Europe for 16 of our 18 years. We, um, we were ahead of the game back in the day when email was just starting and when people were um, saying, what are websites, etc. And we designed websites back in the day and um, many of my dear friends still have their websites today that we started for them. So a lot of people don't know that part of Spirit Seeker, but it started with a vision uh, that I had during a meditation in Sedona, Arizona in 1997. Um, prior to that, uh, I had had a newsletter um, that was you know, out for almost two years, and it had grown to over 2,000 readers. And I received the... Um, the guidance, shall we say, during meditation on Bell Rock in Sedona, Arizona, to start uh, a magazine and to have it in place before the child is born. And I was about, I don't know, six or seven months pregnant at the time. So I listened to Spirit, and we launched the first in-print issue uh, just right after two years of being in print as a, as a quarterly newsletter. We started off as six times a year being published, and then the next thing you know, Spirit amped it up in around 2001 and said, mm, you need to go monthly. So each and every month you can find wonderful articles. Um, the digital version always goes online the first, um, like right at the first of the month, and the print edition normally comes out the last Friday of the month. And we do have an email newsletter that goes out weekly that lets you know about the radio show when the news, uh, when the magazine rather is online, um, lets you know about other wonderful mind, body, spirit events um, all over the U.S. Some are advertisers in the magazine, and some are just people who have events that want want to reach people through our weekly news, uh, newsletter. So if you would like to be added to our Sacrosanct email newsletter to find out about what is happening with this awakening uh, consciousness of people saying, I want to make the world a better place, what is my part, how can I be of service, how can I learn to meditate, how can I um, you know, learn about feng shui, how can I find an acupuncturist or a Reiki master teacher, all you have to do send an email to info, I-N-F-O, at spiritseeker, which is S-P-I-R-I-T-S-E-E-K-E-R.com, and be, uh, just say please add me to the email newsletter, and then we will um, put your name on there, and you will get weekly notices of all the different articles and events. Okay, so this is Cindy Meyer. I'm the publisher. I am also a life coach. I, um, whoops, there was my speaker. Hello. My computer is talking when it shouldn't be. Okay, so I'm a life coach. I'm a feng shui consultant, and I most recently am a real estate agent. I've been working with houses in the area of feng shui for almost 12 years now, and before I became certified in feng shui, I studied it for almost 20 years, and I did not even know how to say it. I called it feng shui. I read every book I could find. When I was in Chinatown in San Francisco, I was always you know, knocking on the door trying to 
get the feng shui person to answer. Um, and when you, I would call, the, it would be answered in Chinese. And so um, even when I was traveling in Spain last year, of course, I found the local feng shui office because when you have that in your consciousness, you just seem to attract it. So I love working with houses and um, most recently got my real estate license because I'm moving into a new phase of my life where um, in approximately one year from now, I will be child-free. Yes, I'll have one in college, one living in Italy and one in New York, but for the most part, Cindy Meyer in St. Louis, Missouri, who has the radio show that reaches all over the U.S. and then magazine that's reaching all over, um, I get to do all of that from anywhere. And so I'm positioning myself to um, be able to move wherever my next move is, which is so interesting that we're talking about helpful people on travel tonight. Um, I just sense that I will be moving out of the Midwest within the next few years. So with the real estate uh, training that I um, just finished a short while ago, and I'm in the thick of it, I am working with clients, uh, helping them sell their homes, helping them find their homes, and absolutely love it. So tonight we are going to be talking about one of the nine areas of feng shui. And what feng shui is, is it's it's called the ancient Chinese art of placement. So what does that mean? What it means is that if we keep everything in our lives in exactly the same place forevermore, um, even if it's beautiful and pristine, it can become stagnant. People who do not like change of any kind um, normally have challenges when the world starts to change around them. So what we're going to talk about tonight is, yes, it's, it's wonderful to find the perfect placement of the furniture in your home and the perfect placement of the, of the uh, pictures that you hang on the wall, etc. But it is also very good to occasionally move things from one place to another. There is actually a book written on feng shui that says if you move 27 things in your home, your whole life will change. So the reason we change things is to create new energy or to move the chi, which is also known as energy. So oftentimes when we move from one home to the next, our furniture is perhaps much larger. If we're, if we're downsizing from a larger space to a smaller space, I've seen it over and over again where I get called in because they can't figure out how to make their old life fit in their new life. And oftentimes um, we'll take furniture that maybe has been in a living room and all of a sudden one of the pieces will go to a sitting room or um, just the other day I functioned a home where um, the old furniture became the family room furniture because it was a new house and it just didn't match or fit with their new, um, in this case they went from a, a large space to an even larger space. And so the old living room furniture, which was quite lovely, became the new rat color um, game room next to the, the media room um, and it looked lovely in that location and they weren't quite used to it and I did a couple of tweaks with it and everything was you know just great so what we do with feng shui is we we don't just move things around we move things with the intention of opening up a space creating harmony and balance within a space um, creating happiness and peace so you can have increased energy, but it's not where you walk in and you just feel like something slam, slammed you and hit you over. Instead, you walk into a space and you feel invited in. You feel, wow, this feels really good in here. And what I hear over and over again is, 
um, after people have had feng shui consultations, they're just like, oh my gosh, I love my home, I love my home. And there was actually a, um, a study done where two real estate agents called in feng shui consultants to work with their clients because the homes weren't selling. The feng shui consultants came in, they rearranged the people's homes, made them just, you know, amazingly balanced and um, feeling good. And what happened is in both cases, the clients who were selling their houses took them off the market and decided to stay. Well, you can imagine the real estate agent's um, response to that. Well, I'll never use the feng shui consultant again because they lost their commission on these beautiful home sales. And, you know, I recently had a client who was um, lease, wanted, wanted to lease. And we went through, found, you know, the first day after looking at six leased properties, we found the perfect um, venue, but there was a contract written one hour before we got there, and um, the other client got the house. So the next day we were out at it again, and they found um, another house that they absolutely loved. So while their credit check was waiting to come back, the client's girlfriend, they were um, about to be engaged and um and they had looked at a house before they started working with me as their agent, and it was out of their price range. Well, lo and behold, while the credit check was being done, um, the client's fiance's mother called and said, guess what? We're going to pay the difference between where your threshold is and that other house so that you can start off um, in a happy, beautiful home until you can buy the home that you want. So I lost a lot of, a lot of, you know, a lot of people would have been discouraged. And at first, I was like, oh my gosh, I've driven around for two days showing property to this young couple from one end of St. Louis to the other. But I'll never forget this: the husband to be, or the bridegroom to be, the man, whatever, says, you know, Cindy Meyer. We enjoyed meeting you. We know that you have a really good feel for these houses. And um, within the next year, we will be buying a house. And when we do, we want you to be our agent. So there's always other things. And, you know, I told a couple of people a story, and they're like, oh, you should have, you know, done this, this, this. And I'm like, why? Then they would have been stuck in a house that they weren't really happy with when they had already found one before they met me that they really loved. So that's that's how it works. I mean, they they were willing to go to this other house, but then a helpful person showed up and made it possible for them to move into the house that they truly desired. So the way feng shui works is it's, um, I would say 90% of manifesting with feng shui is using the art of intention. What is your intention with creating, you know, this feng shui consultation? And there's a, a form filled out before, um, before I arrive, and it says, what areas of your life um, are you wanting to see the change in? So what are you wanting from this? Are you wanting better relationships, better finances? Are you wanting, um, a lot of times it's just the home doesn't feel happy. I just don't feel happy here. Or I've had an illness here. I want to have better health. I want to have better relationships. I want to have um, a better career. So before I come in, when, you know, a lot of people just, you know, will say, I want to limit it to an hour and a half consultation. Well, if you're walking into um, a huge home, an hour and a half can go by very quickly. By the same token, walking into a smaller home that is cluttered, an hour and a half isn't enough time either. So um, I can remember one time walking into a home that had clutter on every step, every doorway, 
um, you couldn't even get to the garage. You would go down the, the steps to get to the garage. There were um, things all the way on all the steps. You go into the garage, and there was no way a car could have ever parked in this garage because it was filled from the floor to the ceiling with stuff. This woman had inherited stuff from her mom when she died. She'd gone through a divorce. That stuff wouldn't fit in her new apartment. So it's not really... Um, it's not really the space that matters uh, in feng shui. It's the intention. So I have to be, you know, you know, I could quickly become overwhelmed if I weren't careful with asking the client, what is it that you want to accomplish from this consultation? So there are nine areas that we look at in feng shui. And it's called a bagua or a grid in um, Western feng shui. They don't call it the bagua so much, which is the Chinese term. So you'll hear it interchanged. You'll hear bagua or grid. The nine areas that we look at are prosperity. We look at fame and reputation. We look at um, relationships and love or partnerships. We look at health, uh, the family. We look at health. We look at creativity and children. We look at skills and knowledge, often known as knowledge and self-cultivation. We look at career. And then the ninth area that we look at is helpful people and travel. And oftentimes, you know, people are more aware of, you know, their financial issues that need a boosting or the love area. Um, when will I meet my partner or when will my marriage get better? Or my health. When will my health change? Or when will I have better family relationships? Or, you know, when will I get it instead of, instead of like, you know, the, the knowledge that I need to make the changes in my life so that I don't keep repeating the same pattern over and over and over again? Or, you know, when is, when is my career going to get the facelift that I've been asking for? Or I've been out of work for three years, or I've just taken jobs to fill in um, until I get the holy grail of a job, you know. Um, Ayanna Von Sant uh, once wrote a book, In the Meantime, and her whole deal was, okay, in the meantime, if you don't have the relationship that you want, what do you do with the relationships you're in until you get what you want? So that's pretty much what happens in feng shui. We, we make decisions. We... Um, we sometimes settle for less, but there's still this part of us that yearns for more. And um, creativity in children, a lot of times people say, oh, I've already done that. I've already had my kids. No interest in that. Well, wouldn't you like to have the energy of a child? When a child has something happen to them in most cases, like if they fall off their, you know, they're running and they trip and they fall and they have skinned knees and they come to someone, some helpful person, their mother, caretaker, or whoever, oh, oh, crying. And then that person cleanses the knee, puts a little love, a Band-Aid on it, and then says, okay, all better. And the child brightens up and off they go back to life. So the the energy of of helpful people and creativity not I'm sorry said that wrong the energy of cre- creativity and children is one of adding creativity to your life so that you can be like a child and see the world with eyes you know of wonder each and every day so that you know you don't just get into the rhythm of I dig in the ditch to make it the money to buy the food to give me the strength to dig in the ditch and then one day it's over and you're like finally I can rest so feng shui is designed to look at all areas of your life so that you too can create the life that you truly desire and deserve um, and we work with all the programming in the mind but we really don't waste a lot of time and energy on that. Most of the energy is spent on where do you want to go from here? Where do you want to go? And so 
oftentimes I'll, I'll hear from someone, like just recently, I received an email through Facebook saying, okay, I, I want you to come for a feng shui consultation, but, you know, I really need to declutter first. Do you know of someone who can help me with that? Well, of course I do. Um, I have a team of people who help me, and um, different ones are good at different parts of organizing, and I would not be where I am today if I did not have the helpful people show up. Some were professional organizers. Others were just helpful people who showed up. God sent them to me to help me declutter. I had two people who just showed up. It was probably four or five years ago, and they said, we're here to help. And I said, what do you mean? And they said, you know, anything you want, you have us for one day a week. And sometimes they would show up on the same day. Other times it would be different. And they knew that by helping me, they were helping themselves indirectly because the Course in Miracles says the cost of giving is receiving. And the two of them helped me so much. In, in 2010, I was gifted a complete makeover, complete makeover of one level of my home. There's probably four pieces of um, furniture, and that includes lamps, that are left over from my former life. Um, so I had to, not had to, but, you know, it's kind of a, a, an assignment that wasn't an awful thing, but imagine um, having to clear a complete level that of my home. So I have a combined living room, family room, which I made into a great room, a bathroom, a kitchen, a dining dining room, which, you know, I use as an office, but all of that had to be emptied out. Then another bedroom upstairs had to be emptied out. The whole garage area had to be emptied out because that's where the carpenters, you know, did all of the, you know, the sawing of things and, you know, all of the crown molding and, you know, the hardwood floors that were put in. They had to have a space to work. So all of that had to be cleared out in order to make room for the new to come in. That's not even all of the decisions that had to be made on each and every piece of fabric, each and every style of furniture. It was, I, I actually wound up with pneumonia um, after almost everything was out because, you know, as I'm clearing out my garage, I'm finding the things from my brother who had committed suicide. I'm finding some things from my mother who had died, you know, finding different pieces of my life that, you know, I didn't even realize I still had in the garage in different parts of my home. And so... Um, Pneumonia happens when when someone has not totally healed from old losses or or pain, and so all of my past and my present and my future all came up at once. And um, I mean, I finally at the end was just giving things away. But if I had not had the two angels that showed up, and this isn't even the interior designer and the person who gave me this wonderful gift, I would never have been able to make it through that passage. So what helpful people uh, and travel is, is it's, it's associated with getting you into um, the synchronicity of life so that when you need someone or something, it just shows up. And some people say, oh, what a coincidence. It's not a coincidence. When you are in sync, you don't have to expend any energy getting help with anything. Angels show up. You know, my children laugh at me when, you know, I'm, we're driving somewhere and I'll call in the parking angels. I'll say, okay, parking angels, I need help. I need a parking spot and I need it quickly. And then, you know, my son will say, oh, what are you calling in the parking angelinas? I said, absolutely. And it happens again and again. But because I know how to work with that energy and call it in, it happens. And each and every one of you can do that as well. So um, oftentimes it's um, 
easier to make money and have less stress when you are in the sink of life. So that's when things happen. And, you know, when your energy field is clear and you're focusing on, you know, everyone is here to help me and help just shows up when I need it, then there it is. And so um, situations that really are helped by enhancing this helpful people and travel corner is when you're getting ready to move or are traveling. Anytime you're traveling, there's a lot of change um, and you always need helpful people to guide you through the changes or the perfect person who shows up to give you directions, you know, when you're lost or the perfect person at the um, at the car rental counter, you know, when you get the upgrade and you're like, wow, look at that. Or you get on the plane and all of a sudden you're in first class or, um, you know, there's just so many different things that can happen. And so the other thing is when you feel like if you don't do it, it doesn't get done, then if you can change that to, I now have the perfect people who show up to help me get this project finished and complete, then people will show up. When everything um, you get seems to uh, like it took a big struggle to get it, if that's one of your um, stories that you have, it's just always a challenge, it's always a struggle, you know, other people win things, I never win things. That kind of thinking is um, what you can shift with working with this this area. Another thing is um, when you are uh, in entanglements where you um, need to be treated fairly. So if you have, you know, a job situation, a divorce situation, any kind of situation where there's a fairness or equality issue, um, this this area will help you. If you are looking for the perfect person to help you with some something, whether it's an accountant, a housekeeper. Um, Whenever I'm organizing for a seminar and bringing a person in um, to teach in the St. Louis area, I will always put a picture of that person in the Helpful People and Travel Corner, and I will um, communicate, sometimes out loud, I'll talk to the person, sometimes just silently, um, you know, through telepathic communication, I'll say, okay, you know, um, I need help with this. And uh, let me tell you a story about this. I I was teaching a six-week feng shui class one time, and one of the students, it was, I don't know, the third or, I think it was around the third week, and one of the students um, raised her hand and said, I'm out of town next week, um, so I won't be here, but I do have a question, and I wonder if you can help me. And I said, well, sure, what's your question? And she said, I'm in charge of this conference um, for school teachers that we have done every single year for, I don't know, a number of years. And she said, normally we have 300 enrollments by now, and we're at barely 200. And she said, I wonder if you can give me a tip um, that I can give to my staff before I go out of town because I'm really starting, you know, we're all concerned. And I said, okay, well, is there a main phone in the office where one person handles almost all of the calls coming in to register for this conference? She said, yeah, yeah, we have this receptionist and it's one number and then she transfers anything to all of us, but it is one person. I said, well, have your receptionist um, uh, tie a red cord around the phone and if able, if she wouldn't think you're totally crazy, have her put three Chinese coins on it. If that won't work, just at least have her have the red cord. And this doesn't have to be, you know, a special cord. It can be, you know, embroidery thread. It really doesn't matter. But something red, red represents fire, which increases the chi or the energy. So she did not have three Chinese coins. This lady was, like, leaving the next day. So she gave her receptionist um, the assignment to put this red cord on the phone. 
So, you know, as happens, you know, two weeks later, you know, we're in the class, there was a week she wasn't there, and, you know, I, you know, on we go, where I'm teaching the next section, and she raises her hand, and she said, um, I'd really like to share something, if I may, and I said, sure. She says, remember when you uh, suggested two weeks ago that I have my receptionist tie this red cord around the phone and just see the phone ringing off the hook? She said, we have 600 enrollments, and she said, we've never had this many enrollments, and everything happened after we put the red cord on the phone. And I started laughing, and I said, well, 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 you know. And so what's funny is that she loved this class so much that she then hired me to come to this, um, it was like an administrative office for um, a huge, uh, it was, they handled all of the teachers in St. Louis. And so I was actually hired. They provided me with a classroom. They provided me with the students, and I um, I wound up teaching another six-week course um, there. Now, how could I have predicted that that would happen by one little tip to help her? But that's the way this um, this area works. Now, another time I had um, a lady in my class, and her husband had been out of work for almost three years. And, um, you know, she she was like, what are, I don't know what we're going to do. We're, we've gone through all of our savings, and he's, you know, depressed, and I'm the main breadwinner, and it's just really causing trouble in my marriages. We're not sure we can keep the house. You get the general picture. So I suggested, and I would suggest this tip to all of you, anyone who has, um, where you need a helpful person quickly, or just anytime. I said, okay work with your helpful people in Travel Corner, which I'm going to tell you in just a minute where that is. But I said, have your husband take out a clean sheet of paper. And I said, and if he won't, then you can take out the clean sheet of paper. And um, I would suggest writing the following words. I, with your husband's name, now manifest the perfect right livelihood that pays me well and that I, and, and I love my job. I said, have him sign it and date it. And I said, and sometimes you can actually put on there, I'm willing to receive this or something greater. Because oftentimes we think we know what we want, but there's something even better if we would get out of the control drama with it. So um, so I actually did have her have her husband write on there, I'm willing to receive this or something greater. I said, sign it, date it, and then put it in a red folder. I said, doesn't have to be like an elaborate red folder, but, you know, a pocket folder, you know, is fine. Like, you know, students use just two pocket folder. I said, but sign it, date it, and put it in the red folder, and then put it in the helpful people on Travel Corner. I said, knowing that the right helpful person is going to guide you to, you know, your husband to the perfect job. Well, she got the helpful people in travel part. She really got that. She wrote the sheet, you know, helped her husband write it, but she put it in career. Guess what? She came back a week later to the class and her husband, who would have been unemployed for over three years, had the perfect right livelihood, was making more money than he'd ever made, and loved his job. But here's the deal. Even though she put it in the career area, in her mind, she was focusing on the right helpful person who was going to find, and he was focusing on it too. The, both of, the two of them were focusing on the right helpful person to um, help him get the job. So it worked anyway. And every time they looked at the red folder, remember intention, every time they looked at the red folder, they envisioned him getting the perfect job and the perfect person showing up to guide him. Okay, so let's, um, if you will, please get out a, a fresh sheet of paper. Um, just it doesn't, you know, just a plain sheet of paper, 
And what I would like you to do is uh, draw like you're playing tic-tac-toe. So you're going to create a tic-tac-toe board. So there should be nine areas. And the, um, the front, you have a row of three areas in the front row, then three in the middle, and three in the back. So you're going to envision this as your home. This is a, a floor plan of your home. So stand on your front porch, and you have this, this diagram um, right there. And actually, let's not stand on your front porch at first. Let's just say that this is the front of your house. Those first three rows are the front of your house. Now go to the far right-hand corner and um, put helpful people and travel in that far right-hand corner. So this is actually oriented toward the front of your house, which is called the north, uh, the north. The back of your house is called the south. Over to the, um, so that's all I'm going to tell you. That's all you really need to know now. In, so in the north, the middle section of the square is career. So the right-hand square is helpful people and travel. The middle square is career. And to the left of that front row of three is uh, knowledge and self-cultivation. So what we're working with tonight is the, um, the right-hand square, helpful people and knowledge. Now, if you were basing this on your home so that you would know where your knowledge and self-cultivation is, you would take this blueprint, this, this feng shui tic-tac-toe board, and you would place it on your home based on the front of your house. Now, there will always be an exception to the rule. Some of you may have a side entrance. Some of you um, may say, oh, I always come in from my garage. But if I were to come to visit you, chances are I would not call ahead and say, will you open your garage door so I can come in? I would come to your front door and ring the doorbell. And in the vast majority of uh, Western homes, the front door is either in career or helpful people travel to the far right or to the far left in knowledge and self-cultivation. So that is how you find um, where your helpful people and travel is. And, um, you know, remember, remember the whole thing about intention. Um, when this gua area of the Bagua, but we call it Gua, is working for you, you will always find the right people in front of you at exactly the right time. So maybe it's someone you know, or perhaps it's help from out of the blue. It might also be an angel from the other side that helps you out. Um, remember, we have helpful people on the other side, um, our guides, our loved ones, um, angels, etc., that are helping us. And that's why um, so many people will use the symbol of angels when they're putting uh, a symbol in this area. They'll put an angel there. Um, you know, so that they have a physical anchor for this intention. Some people will use Archangel Michael, who is the remover of um, obstacles on our path. So Archangel Michael, the dragon slayer is what I like to call him, it will um, send the perfect situation. He'll just clear it if you're on the wrong track. Or Ganesha is a Hindu deity that oftentimes people will put in that area to remove any obstacles from them manifesting what it is that they want. So remember, we now have the area. You've located where the Helpful People Travel Corner is. Sometimes it's outside of the house. Sometimes it's an area that you never go in. Sometimes that is the garage. But what is true about feng shui is once you get the hang of it, you can use it everywhere. So if you're sitting at your desk and your, you know, your chair rolls up to your desk, 
same thing. Take your tic-tac-toe on your desk. If it's easier to put your helpful people and travel folder in the right-hand corner of your desk with a crystal on it, with an angel on it, um, then or Ganesha or whatever you want to use, then, then do that if it's, if it's not convenient to use that area of your home. Okay, so at this point, I am going to um, take questions if you have any. All you have to do is push one on your phone, and my producer will uh, bring you into the side room and let me know that there is a question. I'm going to keep talking until um, I know that there's someone with a question. So, um, but I don't mind uh, any question at all because helpful people and travel will affect um, all the areas of the Bagua. So. Um, any question at all with feng shui, um, by all means, just um, just push one, and then my producer will let me know. So the other thing is that the helpful people in Travel Gua is also about being treated fairly and honestly. So if you were passed up for the big office promotion and it was given to your inept but brown-nosing peer, um, if you enhance this area with intent, the intention of simply being treated fairly, then oftentimes there will be a job opening, like maybe a lateral move or another position that opens up where you're, um, and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I didn't take that other job or, or the other person got that job because this is even better. Or sometimes the person who was promoted in the unfair uh, brown-nosing move all of a sudden is inept and can't handle the new position and then miraculously that position opens up and there you are. So there's a lot of ways it can go. You can also use this part of your home to ensure a safe journey or to balance your travel schedule. If you if you have a travel schedule that is just off the charts with stress and you're just like, oh my goodness, you know, I need to slow this down a little bit, then you can, you know, take another sheet of paper and, you know, I now... Um, you know, attract the perfect situation with my career and my employment where I um, only travel two weekends out of the month versus four. So, and then you put it on the sheet of paper, you sign it and date it, um, put it in the red folder, and then once again, you don't have to amplify it, but I always like to put um, something on top of the folder, whether it's a crystal, whether it's a heart, remembering to come from heart space with everything, whatever it is. Um, and if it's a person, like I said, if I if I need help from a specific person, then I'll put a picture of that person on top of it. Um, the other thing that is helpful is to leave a light on. I do this quite often when I'm doing a holistic conference. You know, normally it will take at least 40 volunteers to pull off a conference um, of the nature that I've done. I've done 28 or 29 of them now uh, since 1996. And so what I will do is I will... Um, leave the light on in the helpful people in travel corner area knowing that I'm leaving the light on light is fire to bring more energy um, to that area to attract the perfect right people to be the volunteers and you know the first thing you know I always want is the perfect volunteer director and I can't tell you how many times I've been blessed with you know just the perfect volunteer director who then schedules all of the different 40 volunteers and just helps me immensely so um, leaving the light on in an area is just bringing the energy. And once I've manifested what I need, then I, um, I will turn that, area, that, that light off in that area. So another uh, cure to do in this area is to place a little gray or silver box somewhere in this um, area. The colors for helpful people in travel are gray and white. And um, so silver, silver, 
silver and gray and other uh, colors are white and black that you can use and the element is um, metal or water so if you use water it's going to increase the flow of help if you use metal um, you know you can put a picture there in a metal picture frame um, I'm not going to go into the Chinese five element theory to say that those are the elements for that area. Um, it's just too much to try and explain the Chinese five elements in a one-hour um, talk on helpful people in travel. So, um, so one way to use this box, the silver box or gray box, is to write down on a piece of paper a prayer of thanks for some specific help you currently need. So let's say you were looking for child care help. You would write something like, I now have the perfect daycare provider, or thank you for the perfect daycare provider on a paper and place it in the box. Um, it's best to not have more than three notes in the box at any one time. In other words, you know, check back from time to time and remove the wishes that have already been answered. Okay, I'm going to give you another story. Okay, there was... Um, a lady in St. Louis who was bringing a seminar leader to St. Louis, and this was back in 1992. And I love the story. Um, she had never, ever brought a speaker in. And so the speaker called her about three weeks before the event and said, how are things going? And the organizer said, oh, my gosh, I am freaking out. I only have 10 people who have signed up for your class, and I know you said you were used to having at least 75 people. And so... Um, the speaker said, okay, this is what I suggest. Take those 10 names. And she didn't know about um, feng shui, but she knew about energy. And she said, take those 10 names and write them on a piece of paper and thank them psychically. Just say, I want to thank you for enrolling and sending your uh, registration in. And go down the line and thank those 10 people. And then put that, she suggested, on an altar which, you know, that works too. But she said, write it on a piece of paper to bring the energy to it, but also the whole gratitude energy. I, um, I knew this organizer, and I was there the night that the event happened. There were 300 people. Mm -hmm. She went from 10 to 300. So miracles, it seems like a miracle, and it is a miracle, but it's a shift in consciousness and a willingness. There has to be a willingness there has to be an intention, and then there has to be the willingness to accept this huge windfall or blessing that comes. Many, many, many opportunities are missed because people don't recognize the opportunities. They just don't recognize them. I was in a real estate class um, the other day where one of the speakers interviewed her top ten producers in her office, and this is, a, you know, this is one of the most successful real estate offices in the St. Louis area, and um, the one thing that came up again and again is if someone takes the time, energy, and effort to give you a recommendation to say, you know, like, you know, please call this person and they can help you um, with that problem. It's they've taken their time, energy, and they've given you um, a helpful person to help you. And if you don't call that person, it's like um, it's energetically saying no to help. So one of my things that is on my list this week is to call the St. Louis Women's Real Estate Council because I was intrigued. I've always supported women's issues um, from as far back as I can remember. And there's a Women's Real Estate Council, and I asked a helpful person. She wound up being very helpful, this lady who sat next to me at lunch, who was actually on the St. Louis Real Estate Board. And I said, what do you know about the 
St. Louis um, Women's um, Real Estate Board. And she says, oh, it's fabulous, and that would be a very good place for you to network and meet new people. And, um, and by the way, let me give you the name of the person who is the current president. And by the way, um, please use my name when you call um, because this person is just fabulous and he'll help you so much with launching this new part of your career. So, yes, I will be calling and, yes, I will be sending her a thank you note. Oh, and by the way, well, I can't tell you the rest, but 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 she also is giving me another blessing that I don't feel comfortable sharing on the air. So, So it's just, you know, that's how it can happen. But I went to that meeting that day. I saw two people from my office, and then there was this luncheon, and I didn't see the two people from my office. And I thought, okay, and I looked around, and everybody, a lot of offices had sent, you know, people that were sitting together, and everyone was in conversation. And I just kind of sat by myself, and there was this guy sitting, you know, two or three chairs down from me at the same table, just snarfing his food down, and didn't knew he was not interested in conversation. And so I thought, well, you know what? I saw a lot of people taking their food, just leaving, and were going to eat in their car on the way to another, another whatever. And I thought, no, I'm just going to sit here, and I'm going to relax and enjoy this meal. And if there's someone that I am to meet, then I know that person will show up. So I put it out there. I sent it out. Did I say a word? No. I sent it out in my intention before I came to meet new people that would be helpful for my career. Next thing you know, this lady sits down. She's the one who told me that. She told me about all kinds of stuff for my iPhone that I could get. Next thing you know, this other man sits down. She introduces me to him. He's the marketing director for the company that I'm working for with that part of my life. Next thing you know, there's this lady that I had been intrigued with sitting across the aisle. I'd seen her in, you know, there were like six different breakout sessions all day long, 300 people there. And um, and, I, and she was an older gal, and I was just really intrigued by her. Well, she is the person who for 15 years has been the volunteer within the real estate community, this company that does all of the um, work with the homeless shelters. And apparently every single deal that is closed, um, a, a small portion, I think it's like 3 or $5, but, you know, uh, goes to the homeless. And thus far, they had raised, I don't know, like ten or $12,000 for the homeless shelters. And this lady is in charge of it. And I said, oh, my goodness, I will do anything and everything I can to help you. Um, you know, please just let me know how I can help. So um, she says, oh, we always need helpers. And then there was another thing there for the Ronald McDonald House. And, you know, I've helped, you know, at another period of my life, I helped raise funds to build a Ronald McDonald's House for one of the local hospitals. And um, so I'm involved with helping with the Ronald McDonald House. And then the other, then I go to a wedding reception on Saturday night, and Spirit Seeker Magazine has a new pet section. And so um, we have, we're a sponsor of the Healthy Pet Expo in Chicago, St. Louis, and Seattle. And it actually started in St. Louis. And so I've been putting out the messages for the right helpful people to come on board that will, will help me get the word out about the, you know, Adopt-A-Stray programs and all of the different things um, for animals. Well, I go to this party, and I kid you not, there were at least three, if not four, people who were on animal rescue boards. One lady took every application um, and discerned, you know, who really was a good fit for the animals that needed homes. But then there were two people opening a new place called Puppingham Palace, and it's like a daycare for doggies. And and, you know, dogs and pets, but mainly dogs. And so it was. Just, I thought, you know what, isn't it funny how when you put it out there, here it comes. And that's just really the way it works. Um, okay, so we do not have anyone with questions. You guys are good listeners tonight. But um, seriously, if you have a question, um, 
don't don't be shy. So let's see, what else can I tell you about? Um, oh, I want to talk about travel next. Okay, so I had always wanted to go to Egypt. Always, always, it was on my radar. I, from the time I was a little girl, um, the neighbors across the street had gone to Egypt, and they had given my parents, I think this, I mean, I'm a, I was really, really little because the, the people who gave this to my mom and um, dad had moved before I ever really understood where this cloth came from. But I knew that we it always kind of came along with us, and it was this beautiful embroidered cloth um, that was of the, the pyramids in Egypt. And so from the time I was, and then the sun faded it. You know, it, what, it had color originally, but then it turned to black and white. But I somehow wound up with it um, from my childhood uh, and carried it with me from wherever I moved to wherever I moved, and it was always with me. So um, in 2006, my daughter was in high school in an art class, and she made a, I don't even know how this came to be, but this is what she created in art. There were two pyramids, and it was the Great Sphinx of Egypt. And so I said, wow, Kitty, this is absolutely beautiful. And I put it in my children in creativity area because it was so creative and my child had made it. Well, I had these new housekeepers, and as housekeepers that are new do, you know, they take everything off every surface, they clean it, and then they put things back, and sometimes things are put back in the, a different area. So I noticed that they put the, the sinks in the helpful people and travel corner versus the children in creativity corner. You know, they're very close to each other, but it was different. And, of course, me knowing my, um, you know, locations, my radar went up, and I thought, hmm, I wonder if I'm supposed to, you know, if this is going to be the time in my life when I go to Egypt. So I put this, I left it there, and I just looked at it, and I said, okay, great. The right people will show up, and I know I'm going to go to Egypt. Well, I fell, well, I, okay, let me backtrack. I did get hired, like, to go with a friend of mine, the, the gal who actually designed my original website for Spirit Seeker magazine back in 1998. And she was going to Egypt, and they needed another speaker, and she said, why don't you come? You know, all you have to do is enroll a few people, and, you know, your trip will be free, and you'll get to teach on the trip. And I was like, and she said, you get to charge for any private sessions. So I said, wow, that sounds pretty good. So I signed up for it, but I also just felt like something wasn't going to gel with it. You know, I'm extremely psychic. I don't always understand it, but I knew that I, I, it just didn't feel like it was going to happen. And what happened is I wound up falling that year and shattering my ankle and had 10 screws on a plate right when the cruise um well, I was scheduled for a cruise from Hay House that I'd won, and I was supposed to go to Egypt. But it was the wrong timing for me on every level. And that fall that happened and precluded me from going on either of those trips um, slowed me down enough that I realized I had not uh, gone to my um, OBGYN doctor the year before. I'd been too busy. During the course of a self-breast exam, I found a lump that, and a normal, you know, even though I didn't, hadn't gone to the doctor, I always do my monthly self-exam, and I thought, what is this? This wasn't here a month ago. What in the world? And sure enough, it was breast cancer, and had I not slowed down, if I'd gone on those trips, I know that, you know, I don't know that I would have found that lump. So, fast forward, um, that year, though, in 2006, I met a sound healer, studied with the sound healer, and was then invited in 2008 
to be the featured psychic on a trip that was um, going to Egypt. Uh, and it was with sound healers from all over the world and other healers. And so in 2008, you know, here I am featured as a psychic. So um, I went from Cairo to Luxor down the Nile River and, you know, just experienced um, Egypt in a whole new way. But it all came from that sphinx and the great pyramid that my daughter had made that was moved to helpful people and travel. Okay, so we have a question from one of our listeners. So, uh, Tammy, are you there? Hello. Hello. Great. Hi. Hi, Tammy. I'm so glad you called in. And what is your question tonight? Well, when I look at the the map, my my home, the the front door is like right in the middle of the career uh-huh. section, and my home right. is divided. I have like a bungalow style home, and it's divided right down the middle. So it's kind of like um, there's not really it's kind of like a narrow hallway in that area. So I those those sections in the middle, I never really know what to do with like the career area. It's like on the one side of you know where my front door is. It's like the living room, and then there's a wall, and then on the other side, you know, there's bedrooms, and so I don't really have a middle section. You don't, it I doesn't just, work that way. You take your whole floor plan and do a tic-tac-toe on your floor plan. Okay, so including the front porch or not? No, your front porch is um, is outside of the home. Okay. But your front, but, 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 your front porch and your front door your front door is where the greatest amount of chi or energy enters and exits because, you know, that's the greatest mouth, so to speak, of energy mm-hmm. going in and out. So if you want to change your life any, in any of the nine areas, but especially in career, you work with your front porch and you work with that doorway. So that is why if you've ever noticed, if you've ever gone into um you're going to laugh when you hear this, but if you've ever gone into a nail salon and every time you open the door, you and most of them are run by Asians, um, mm-hmm. not all, but many, you'll hear the little tinkle, the little ding on the door. Every time you go in or out, there's a chime on the door or some kind of a bell ringing. That is why you will see an Asian shopkeeper outside their business every single morning sweeping, 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 making sure they've cleared out the old dead chi from the day before, getting ready for the new people entering in. So the fastest way to change the energy is to get a um, get a new wreath for your door. Um, look at door what mat. people. Mm-hmm, and the doormat, the colors for career are black um, or deep blue. So don't get like you know some wimpy doormat. Get a beautiful black doormat that looks stately. Looks okay. very commanding. I have Quan Yin on my front door, uh, by my front door. So people are greeted by Quan Yin, the Bodhisattva um, goddess of mercy and compassion. So while they are standing on my front door before they even ring the doorbell, they have looked at my garden. I have flowers everywhere outside my door. I have a wind chime that is, you know, making beautiful melodic sounds as they're standing there. They see Kuan Yin. They see a rocking chair. They see another chair. So they think, oh, I could sit here and have a conversation with Cindy Meyer. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, mm-hmm. and my and the door, the, the address, 1320, has a light above it so that it's clearly marked. So when people are looking for 1320 salt box, they see it on my mailbox. They see it on my front door. So, because, you know, one of the worst things is not to be able to find a place. You know, you get there and you right. want to be there and you can't find it. 
But um, the other thing is, is you don't ever, ever, ever want anything behind your front door, like to smack into something. Um, I was teaching in Cincinnati, I don't know, probably 15, 16 years, well, probably about 15 years ago. And there was a guy in there who had back pain. And um, he said, oh, I know all about feng shui. He says, I was, um, I had this back pain that, you know, I'd been to the chiropractor, the neurologist, everybody, no one could figure it out. He said, and then I was told, you should see a feng shui consultant. And this feng shui consultant came to my house. And, you know, he says, right before my back went out, he said, I was carrying these books that I was going to go donate at the Goodwill. And he said, I was right by the front door and I had to put the books down. And he said, every time I would open that front door, I'd bang right into those books. And and it was straight across where his pain was in his body. The minute that was all cleared and he could easily and effortlessly come in and out of his own home, his back pain went away. Wow. So using, I'm so glad you called because, you know, I normally cover that with the career area, but it's the same thing. If you want more energy and helpful people, they need to be able to get to you. So, um, you know, you, that, that front door to your office, you know, even if, um, even if it's, you know, your, your office and you're, you know, you just have a wreath on it. Um, change the wreath. I mean, that's why it's kind of nice to like have a fall wreath, a summer wreath, a spring wreath. You know, you know something different. You know, for each season, right. so that it's not stagnant. Right. Right. Thank you for that great reminder. Oh my gosh, you're so welcome. Thanks for calling, and thanks for and, and I need to talk to you. I'll talk to you this week. Okay. I finally might. Okay. All right, Tammy. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Cindy. Oh, you're welcome. Okay. Okay. So, um, all right. Okay. So we have another caller, um, Julia from Colorado. Julia, are you there? Hi, yes, I'm here. Okay, great. How may I help you this evening? Um, actually, my my question is more along the intuitive line, if that's okay. Sure, that's fine. Um, I wanted to see, um, as far as career-wise, I was calling to see if you get a sense of what might be a good fit for me. Kind well, of trying to figure out my niche those, in the world. So- Okay, I'm not doing those questions tonight, but I will. But I will answer this. Um, I'm going to give you an exercise that is called the contrast form. And so, um, what I it, it's just the opposite of the way we normally do the law of attraction to attract the perfect job or career. So, what you will do is take a sheet of paper and you'll draw a line down the middle. And on the left, you will put everything that you do not want in your new career. Because a lot of times, people know what they don't want more than what they do want. You know, I don't want to travel, you know, 20 days out of the month. I don't want to have to work weekends. I don't want to have to work nights. I don't want to, um, you know, not get health care benefits or whatever it is. So, you you know, and whatever we, whenever we say I don't want this, we get more of it because the universe only hears the I want. It doesn't hear the, it doesn't hear the do not. So what we focus on expands. So what you will do, um, Julia, is you'll write the, those on the left-hand side, but then, you know, after you do seven or eight of them, then you go to the top one and say the first one is, I don't want to work nights or weekends. Okay, so what do you want? What do I want? And then on the right-hand side where you've drawn that line down the middle, on the right-hand side, you're in, you know, you do this vertically so that, you know, you, you know your, your paper is folded vertically when you're finished. So on the right-hand side, you will write what you do want. So when you're finished, you'll have seven or eight um, things that you've become more clear on, and then you would scratch everything out on that left-hand side that you said you did not want. You would fold your paper in half, and on the right is all the things that you do want, and then you put that in your red folder, 
and put on, sign and date it on the bottom saying, I, Julia, am now willing to receive a career or the perfect right livelihood that gives me all of this and more, and sign it and date it. Now, let me tell you a story about this. I'm so glad you called with this question. I had a client who called me for a reading, um, coaching session. She says, I need some coaching. I've been out of work for two years. I'm doing these filler jobs, and, and, you know, I just, I'm getting too old for this. She says, I'm in my 60s, and, you know, I just can't, I can't do this again. And, um, and so we went through a whole suggestion. This was one of them, this process. And so the other night, I'm at Lucky Food Market. It's a new market in St. Louis. It's a cross between Trader Joe's and Whole Foods. And, you know, it was late at night. It was right, you know, like right after, I think it was like right at 9 o'clock. And, um, and I look at the cashier, and I said, I know you. I said, I realized it was this client that I had done this, you know, coaching session for. And, um, and of course, I use my intuitive gifts. That's what, you know, I, I mean, that's part of it. And so she's, she said, oh, hey, how are you? And I said, I am great. I said, so how are you? She says, oh. She said, I manifested the perfect new job. I did everything you said. Um, in that consultation, and she said, that it isn't this job. I'm just doing this until my new job, job starts, and then I'm going to stay here because I like it here and it's just a little extra money. She says, but I'm telling you, I got the perfect job, and it's because of everything you told me to do. Awesome. So there you go. I just I have this sense that you you be a good fit in three different career areas. So you're a very talented person, but you just um, it's through intention. Once you get a little more clear, and then you know the career area is that middle front area. Um, put put your list in the helpful people and travel, but then work with your career area. I mean, I have a fountain, you know, where you hear water, you know, in the career area. But if you can't put a fountain there, you can put something that symbolizes water because water is the element for career and it um it just brings uh helpful people or new new opportunities your way cool all right Um, thank you so much okay thanks so much have a great night all right Okay, you too. Okay, so listeners, um, we just have a few more minutes. I want to mention helpful people. You know, you can use guardian angels. Um, You know, you can call in your guardian angels. You can also, um, you know, use different deities. You can do a Buddha if Buddha is, you know, Jesus, whatever whatever makes you feel good. You know, St. Christopher, you know, you can have a picture of Jesus. You can have a statue of Buddha. You can have... um, you know, whatever. I've told you some of the different um, things that I do when I need, like, you know, if I'm bringing a person to St. Louis and that's the person that I have a picture of and I dialogue with them. But I also have a huge Buddha and my helpful people in Travel Corner. And um, some people, it's actually in my window of my living room. And a lot of times people think that, you know, it's a person when they walk up to the house. But I have that there and I'm actually getting ready to move it to my career area. Um just I just made that decision today, but I moved the Buddha around. And at Christmas, he has a Christmas hat on, and my I don't know. We just do different things with the Buddha. We decorate him differently with the seasons. But um, but you just you know you want to remember metal is the is the element. Um, you know prayer altars um, you know are good to put in that corner. Um, you know the fountain is really good. You know to put in the um, in, in you can put it in that area too because it brings in water, it brings in opportunities. Um, you know just but just be open. You can also put a business card in that um, silver box that you put in that area. Or um, and and then with travel, you know I shared how the Egypt thing happened, but um, 
if you want to travel to Italy or you want to go to wherever you want to go, put something symbolic in that area or even within your, your treasure box, your silver box that you put there, you can put a picture of that. A lot of times people wind up with their helpful people and travel in their garage, and so I have them get travel posters and put the poster up, and every time they enter or exit from the garage, they're seeing that picture. And I've seen you know, um, or heard amazing stories where people manifest um, that way. Um, remember when you're commuting or moving, um, it's uh, travel's not just limited to the places where you want to go on a holiday. It can be, you know, um, you know, any kind of travel or any kind of like when you're moving. And like when you're moving, you want to have the perfect right people show up to help you pack and the perfect right people to help you move or the perfect, you know, there's just so many different areas that can work with this this area. And you know, the thing about angels, I'm going to remind you, we all have a guardian angel and then we all have a main lifetime angel um, that helps us. But then we have other angels who show up and we also have, you know, helpful people from the other side. So um, be will- and angels like to be called on. You know, sometimes they'll be hovering and they will wait for you to actually ask them for help. You know, they'll say, okay, this person really needs our help, but, you know, we really wish this person would ask for the help. And so they'll hover, but a lot of times they don't really step in until you consciously connect and say, okay, I know you're there, like the parking angels. Okay, perfect example. Okay, so Spirit Seeker's phone number is 636-530-7579. And my, the general email for Spirit Seeker, which I manage, is info, I-N-F-O, at spiritseeker.com. I do um, readings over the phone. I do Skyping with feng shui sessions over the phone. Or people just uh, email me their floor plan and their consultation form and, um, you know, pictures. If You know, the pictures of their home, if they don't feel comfortable with Skyping and running around their house with me seeing everything in their home, some people you know, would prefer to just send pictures. But, you know, I teach my students. I have a new program coming up in November where I, where I will be ch- uh, training um, feng shui consultants. And I already have, I think, a group of eight. And we will I will take probably up to 12 or 15. So that starts in November. Um, if you're interested in, um, in that, let me know. It's, it is in St. Louis. But what I do is um, I do teach, as part of the program, I teach the consultants how to work um, long distance because, you know, some people are in areas, you know, where there just is no feng shui consultant. And in this day and age, we know that there is, you know, time and distance, but, you know, with the internet and Skyping and everything else, it's just, you know, it's very easy now. So I help people when they're getting ready to do um, sell their homes. I help them learn, you know, like how to declutter. If some people, you know, I just do all kinds of stuff. And you get my feng shui gifts, but you also get my intuitive gifts. I love everything that I do. I love the magazine. You know, when I went into the feng shui, I have to tell you, um, people, you know, 12 years ago were like, oh, are you still going to do the magazine? Are you still going to do readings? Yes. Now I went into real estate, and you can't even imagine the questions. Are you still going to do the radio show? Are you still going to do the magazine? Yes. I love everything that I do, and the perfect right people are showing up to help me so that I can let go of some of the things that are, um, you know, not the, the not where Cindy Meyer chooses to put all of her energy right now. So I have the perfect right people showing up to help me so that I can let go of some of the things and focus on new areas. So I love what I do. I'm so grateful for all of the listeners. I'm grateful for the advertisers who make the magazine possible and make this show indirectly possible. 
Um, we do accept donations. If you are so grateful for the show, and by the way, it's a blog. The minute the show is finished, it is archived. And you know, you if you like tonight's show, you just have to tell people, and um, they can they can listen to the shows too. They can, as I said at the front end of the show, send an email to info at spiritseeker.com and be asked to be added to our email list. And if you want to make a donation, we gladly accept donations from helpful people. Um, and all you have to do is um, make the donation to cynde at PayPal. Uh, just go through PayPal and um, cindy at spiritseeker.com. And cindy is spelled cynde at spiritseeker.com. Okay. I wish you all love from my heart. I wish you increased balance, chi, and energy in your home and in your life and in your body. And just have a fabulous week. Namaste. We'll be back next week. Good night.